Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. So in today's episode, we are looking at what is a holistic approach? What is it exactly? What does it mean? How is it different for just going to your GP or your doctor? What is the difference? Is it really woo-woo and weird? And like, is, is it based on science? What is a holistic approach? What is the framework that I have? And I really want to help you to understand the systems at play here, not in, not in, to criticize them, but just so that you can really make empowered choices about what you need. Okay, so this is going to be a really good one. If you've always been like, what's a holistic nutritionist, Kezia? I don't get it. <laughs> what does that mean? How are you different to a dietitian? How are you different from, like, why can't I just, why are you different from just, why is what you offer different from just going to the GP? Like, this is a great episode for you to listen to. Okay. Otherwise, I hope you are doing well. I am recording this and um, my office outside is all finished, although it stinks. So I'm very excited about that. Otherwise, I have been working on some stuff in the background. I have just started working with a VA, a virtual assistant, helping with my business. And we're working on a couple of secret things that will hopefully come to light in a few months time that I think will really serve you and that you'll really enjoy. And Otherwise, yeah, it's just been plugging away. We're in February and I um, had been, had a great fire in the garden this week to celebrate the new moon and in bulk, which is fun. And yeah, I'm just excited. I've been loving working with my clients. I've had a lot of test results this week. So to be honest, that has been getting my brain like in the, in the best kind of sense, like total like brain challenge of like what's going on here with like clients like chronic fatigue and then pain and then fertility issues and just being like what's happening so that's been really cool um and just loving how because I was thinking that would be a fun thing to do on the podcast is just every week to share like success stories or client stories or even just like the power of these health and nutritional and lifestyle changes and so even just from a personal perspective this week I was just thinking about how grateful I am the girls are nearly one my twin girls and just how um how much energy I have considering this past year and I know so having been someone who's been chronically fatigued before and has been sleep deprived this last year just knowing that yeah my energy isn't perfect because I still don't always get amazing sleep but that I'm not like wired and running off of caffeine all the time and that I really know how to nourish my body and fuel it and how to create energy in a really sustainable way, not in like a coffee sugar kind of way. And that it's been a year since the girls were born and this I've still got some recovery to do, still got some stuff happening, but I'm just feeling really good. And the reason for that is not because I've had to put in loads of time and effort, like you know, my eating's probably been poorer than it normally would be. And I'm totally fine with that. But because I just really know my body, I know it's genetics, I know my gut, I know it's strengths, I know it's weaknesses. And I can have really been able to cater for that. That's meant I have that energy and that resiliency that I need. Not that everything's perfect. <laughs> Everything in my life is perfect. It's not. But I've just been really grateful for that this week. And I see that with my clients all the time. We work together. They get to know their body, understand it. We, they learn that holistic approach. And then they feel the benefit of that for years to come. This really Working with me, I know, can feel like an investment of your time and of your money. But it really isn't just, you know, 
you don't just feel the benefit in the four month program. My goal always is that you keep feeling the benefit for years to come, essentially. And that, oh, just talking about it makes me feel excited. And I just feel so grateful that I get to do what I do and serve the people I serve. Anyway, I'm, before I get too emotional, let's, let's call it quits. Remember, I do have spaces for new clients just now. So if you want to, if you're interested, go to keziahall.com forward slash book, keziahall.com forward slash book. That will book in your free Zoom call. It commits you to nothing, but I would love to chat with you um, if you're interested and we can just chat through what's going to work for you. Okay. Lots of love. Let's get on with today's show. So I'm excited to talk about this today, which is what is a holistic approach? Like I call myself a holistic nutritionist, nutritional therapy practitioner, into functional medicine. Like what is this holistic approach? So what I'm going to talk about is that framework, what it is, what it is not, just to really help you see um, how you can change your health and your body if you are in the camp where you feel like you're not getting any answers and you're not improving. Maybe you've been told everything is quote unquote normal. You've had tests and labs done, maybe at your doctor's and everything's normal, or you've tried all the things that appear to be in front of you. Then this holistic approach for so many people is such a game changer. And it doesn't mean it's un, like it's not data driven. It doesn't mean it's weird and woo woo and just something we pluck out of our ass. It's a really thorough, well-documented, evidence-based, effective way of treating you as a whole person. Think about the word holistic. It just means that looking at the person in a, at the whole person as opposed to bits of the person. If you were just to summarize it in general, that would be a great summary. Um, now I, I wanted to talk about this because I think sometimes this, I, I, I'm, you know, this is my world that I live in. I forget that how much of the health world that we, um, grow up in and are educated in is really encouraging us away from a whole person approach. It really narrows us into boxes and, um, yeah. So I want to talk about this because I, so many people, discount and tolerate feeling awful for decades often because they think there's no other option, no other help, no other solution, no other paths for them to follow when conventional medicine doesn't have answers for them. It's kind of like, well, there's no answers. And I mean, you might have been told this. I have been told this. It's kind of like, you just need to live with this. You know, you're not dying. We know you don't have a disease, which is brilliant. Or maybe you do know you have a disease, but there's nothing that can be done about it. Maybe whether you get a diagnosis or not, it's not always helpful because it's like, well, okay, either you don't have a diagnosis, so you just need to live with your symptoms and then we don't know what it is, or this is your diagnosis here's maybe um, a pharmaceutical treatment plan, but there's nothing you can do about it. So just live with it. The, just living with it is generally the theme that we have. And for so many of my clients, not all of them, but I'd say a good 70% of the people I work with are the people that have got chronic symptoms that have been going on for a long time and no one can tell them why. It just seems like everything comes back quote unquote normal. Then the other 30, 40% of people I work with have actual diagnoses, but are wanting to explore other ways of they don't just want to live with it essentially like oh you have PCOS oh well nothing else you can do you have arthritis rheumatoid arthritis oh well 
there's nothing you can you like other than um the pharmaceutical approach um which is what a lot of conventional medicine is based on so that's a lot of that might be you listening you might fall into one of those camps and i and so often that means people think they're like beyond help that and so it just makes me really sad that how i talk to people on a weekly basis whether they're working with me just started or thinking about working with me or just out you know in the world how much people tolerate feeling really rubbish and it becomes like feeling awful becomes people's normal and they are either looking for some magical quick fix pill thing said with love because I've done the same obviously when it's a human thing to do or they just think well there's nothing like there's nothing that can be done I also personally think within conventional medicine there's still a lot of patriarchal structures and essentially a lot of sexism so women tend to get fobbed off a lot for like hormone issues or women tend to be just like oh you're just anxious because of your hormones never looked at okay why are your periods heavy why are you in pain why do why for 10 days of your cycle do you feel like a crazy person why are you not cycling why are you not bleeding like that's often just like you know you're a woman so it's either because you're getting older it's either because you're having babies it's either because of just your period it's blamed on lots of these things or it's because you're like essentially it's um, you can sometimes be treated like they just think you're like anxious or an anxious hypochondriac, which most of the time isn't true. Or if that was true, if you were anxious hypochondriac, there's still loads of things you can do to support your health. Like that's to do with inflammation in the brain and the gut and, you know, all of the trauma and all these different things. There's like loads you can do. So as you can tell, I'm a bit passionate about this. So what is a holistic approach? Well, I explain it to people because sometimes people ask me this on our one-to-one calls often. If they're looking at working with me and I think it's really helpful to think about it in two different frameworks. So I'm going to talk about it as conventional medicine, meaning general healthcare system like we have in the UK with the NHS and doctors and GPs and consultants. And that's that system would be conventional medicine and um, holistic approach. And um, it will incorporate holistic approaches, functional medicine, natura- um, not naturopathic um, and other um, approaches like that. So before I dive in, it's worth knowing I this isn't like a bashing conventional medicine episode. I just want to make that really clear. Yes, I feel really passionate, but I have benefited so much from the conventional medical system. I've had all of my children in hospitals. I have benefited from pharmaceuticals, aka drugs. I have I'm so grateful for those systems and for those frameworks and they've really helped me at certain points in my life. So this isn't a one is better than the other and conventional medicine is bad and holistic approach is the only approach and no. And I know there's a lot of that in the internet. People tend to go into like all holistic people are weird hippies or conventional doctors are out to get you addicted to drugs. (laughs) It just tends to be like a really... you know just opposing whereas I really think we need we actually need both but the people the community I have around me the people I tend to work with are often fall through the cracks of the conventional medical system I was that person most of my clients are because they're just told everything's normal so kind of move on type vibe so it's it's we do need both and but it's really figuring out they're just different frameworks so if we think about conventional medicine just think about how a hospital is laid out. Um, and again, none of this is a criticism of this framework or system. It's just really helpful to be aware of how things work. 
So you would go to the doctor and say you go to your GP, they might refer you to a gastroenterologist, an endocrinologist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, a neurologist, um, plastic surgeon, like all of these specialities. So what are that framework in conventional medicine is taking the human body and going, okay, like mental health and brain, that's either going to be a psychologist or a neurologist, uh, sorry, a psychiatrist or a neurologist or a psychologist. Um, you go, okay, digestive system, gastroenterologist. Okay, that's that category. Hormones, right. Endocrinologist over here, skin, right. Uh, dermatologist. You see, it's split, it takes the whole human body and it splits it into categories because from uh, a systems perspective, if you're dealing with the health of the entire nation and masses and millions of people, I can see why it's organized that way. But from a health and a, uh, a person perspective, that is not how the body works. To have various doctors say you are struggling with um, digestive issues, mental health problems, and terrible eczema. Chances are you're going to see a dermatologist, a gastroenterologist, and a psychiatrist. But, but I mean, in certain systems, this might happen, but generally they don't talk to each other. Your gastroenterologist doesn't talk to your psychiatrist, doesn't talk to you. They don't create a whole plan, even though we know it's really clear from data that your gut health impacts your mental health and vice versa, and that your gut health impacts your skin health, and that skin has a lot to do with immunology. So you might want to talk to an immunologist, and you, you, like it's a whole conversation because you are not your body. You as a person is not lots of boxes that aren't related. Your body works as one whole system a complex system, a brilliant system. So your brain will affect your gut, which affects your skin, which affects your hormones, which affects your um, digestion, which affects your liver, which affects your kidneys, which affects your genitals, which affects your sex drive, which affects your psychology, which affects your um, IQ, which because you are one system. And so within conventional medicine, because it's a system set up to deal with masses of people, it very much compartmentalized people and that's a very, that's probably the easiest way of describing it. And that can be really helpful. So, you know, I had my twin girls in hospital in 2021 and I, you know, I was dealing with specialists and I had a specialist twin consultant who um, was specialized in twins and that was brilliant. And I had midwives, again, specialist kind of people within conventional medicine that deal with babies being birthed. I had specialist neonatal people on hand because there's always lots of risks with twins. I had, um, I had, in fact, I had two specialist doctors dealing with me, had several doctors. It was a very full room. Several doctors on hand for if um, for when the babies, the twins were born, if there was any issues. So that is, I was... I'm so grateful, so grateful for that, that for that specialism, for that focus on that specific thing. So grateful, so useful, so needed. But that that's not always helpful. <laughs> that was really helpful for giving birth to twins. It wasn't helpful when I had chronic diarrhea every day, depressed, sore joints, couldn't move, but all my test results were coming back normal. Um, but I was like, but I feel awful. And it's like, well, your test results are fine. Or when potentially you do get a diagnosis, oh yeah, everyone thought I had Crohn's disease. I was tested for Crohn's disease and celiac disease so many times. Sigmoidoscopies, blood tests, arthritis. They also thought I had arthritis for a long time. Anyway, say that did come back with a diagnosis. 
of, which it never did, FYI, but let's just say it did. Then my option is, okay, here is the algorithm we have. This is the diagnosis. This is the algorithm. Here are the various drug treatments. And you kind of can cycle through the drug treatments to find what was going to work for you. Generally speaking, they often put you on what is the cheapest drug and the really expensive, often the most effective drugs. You have to go through all the really cheap ones to find the ones that work in certain contexts or um, within our, I mean, within the NHS. So that can be different within private healthcare. Um, and that's generally how it works. So your solution, say you do get a diagnosis, your solution is here's the pharmaceutical treatment, or maybe you might be offered maybe physio or, um, you know, if it's a PCOS, you might be offered IVF or, you know, these kinds of things. And that is just, it's, again, it's just very limited. When again, we know from research and data that lifestyle medicine, preventative medicine, epigenetics, nutraceuticals, um, dietary choices, stress management, sleep quality all play a massive role in epigenetics, in all of these kinds of things. So that's kind of a conventional medicine framework. And it could be really helpful just to know that, know its strengths and know its weaknesses. Know that you're basically, people are trying to fit you with your symptoms into these boxes and you're a whole person that you're not always going to fit into a box. So, for example, when I was pregnant with twins, I really fitted really neatly into the having twin baby box. And that worked for me and it worked for the system. Brilliant. What the problem is with a lot of my clients, and I'm guessing might be with you, is that you, you, you've been in all these boxes, you don't fit into them, or they're just not helping, or you're not improving, and things are getting worse. And it's because it's... I would argue, in my opinion, that that system does not suit everyone. And that is clear when you look at the data and the statistics of um, chronic health issues, diabetes, um, cancers, all these, a lot of these um, just, I know I just jumped from like diabetes to cancer, but just all the health stuff going on is there's so many people struggling, so many people on drugs. I started with a client, a new client recently who had been prescribed a medication for some diagnosed health issues going on, which makes total sense. Again, I'm not anti-medication, but there were side effects of the medication. So they got prescribed essentially over time. And this is probably from poor prescribing about five or six medications to start off with one. And then they got several others to deal with the side effects, if that makes sense. So they took medication A, but that had side effects. So they took medication B to deal with the side effects of medication A, and then that had side effects. So they had medication C and D to deal with the side effects of medication B, which still the side effects of medication A. That's a not, that's happened. That's not uncommon in um, when I'm working with clients. And sometimes again, that can make total sense. But then this person ended up with some slight like liver damage going on due to um, just this probably wasn't reviewed properly or managed properly, or you just don't always know people's liver handle things differently. And that's kind of the, that, that can, what can happen. And then they came to work with me with a lot of health issues that when you go onto the BNF, the British National Formulae, and you look at all these drugs and you look at the known side effects that we know, all the stuff they were struggling with were essentially 80% known side effects of this cocktail of drugs that they were on. Again, I'm not anti-drugs. I really think drugs, when done correctly and strategically, can really help improve your quality of life. And if you get benefit from them and you have informed consent, you know of the benefits, you know of the side effects and the consequence, because most drugs come with a benefit, hopefully a potential benefit, otherwise what's the point? And, um, but also consequence, all drugs basically nearly have side effects to them. 
but you can you can take like I have taken drugs I had like a massive epidural with my girls took all the drugs with them knowing of the consequence on my spine nervous system the risks and the potential longer term consequences of that would hit me and but I still chose it so don't you know this isn't anti-anything this is about informed consent and awareness so essentially that's conventional medicine framework from how I see it and it really works for some people and it and in some contexts, but it really doesn't for a lot of people. A holistic approach often gets framed by culture, media, or other places as being something really woo-woo, maybe really spiritual, really alternative, really like hippy-dippy. And there is definitely strands of that. And again, I don't have a problem with that. I'm a deeply spiritual person. But most of the time, the framework I use within holistic, my holistic approach is really looking about the truest sense of the word, looking at the whole person, the whole person in front of you. So gathering what's going on with their whole body and lives and sleep and diet and history and past and present and environment, getting all of these bits of data together and creating a picture of the whole system and how is it functioning. So I run a lot of private labs with clients and include that as part of my program. And it is so, such a game changer for so many people. And people are like, well, why isn't this offered? Why doesn't my GP do this? And often the labs that I run are really reputable. You know, you can go check out the labs and the data behind it if you're into that kind of thing. Um, but often it's because I'm, I, you know, I don't diagnose things. I'm not a doctor. That's not my job at all. I'm not interested in a diet. I'm interested if you have a diagnosis, but it's not my job to do that. That's not the framework I work in. But I am interested in how are things working? Like, how are things functioning? So great, you've had IBS for a decade. You probably know you don't have celiac disease, you don't have Crohn's disease, you don't have colitis, you don't have it, but you're really struggling every day and it's impacting you and health's getting worse. Maybe now you've got eczema, maybe now you've got hormone issues, maybe now you've got anxiety or depression. So we know things aren't necessarily getting better, but we know you don't have, you know, Crohn's, colitis, these kinds of things. Well, then I, as a holistic, looking at the whole system, I want to be like, okay, you're struggling with symptoms. How's your digestive system working? How's it functioning? What's going on there? Like, what's the landscape? What's the ecosystem like? Just what what's going on? We know you don't have this, this set disease and label. Great. It's good to know. Always useful to know. But what, how do you digest your food? What's going on? And that's kind of the difference. So a holistic approach is really looking at the whole set of systems, digestive system, endocrine system, immunity, um, detoxification, um, electrical signaling, pH balance, enzyme reactions, energy production, skin repair, cellular repair, cell membranes, all of these kind of things. And it's that whole, it's a whole person approach now. And you can have, you can be a holistic or a doctor, naturopath, um, nutritionist, you know, all of these kinds of things. A physio, chiropractors always work generally in a very holistic way, generally speaking, the ones I've seen anyway. And that's why it means people don't fall through the cracks because I, so with me, just because you don't have a set diagnosis of PCOS and IBS doesn't mean I discount your symptoms. I go, okay, these symptoms are real to you. These symptoms are a sign that something isn't functioning well. Something is out of balance. Let's get curious. Let's explore. Let's gather data and figure out how we can get things functioning better, how we can support and rebalance your system. And that's kind of why, you know, clients that will when they see those results and see those shifts is because it's 
um, not being dependent on certain labels and diagnoses, but really going like, okay, Jennifer in front of me, just making this up, Jennifer, let's look at the whole system of your body. Let's gather data about your history, about your present, about your environment, about your diet, about your sleep, about the stress in your life, about your circumstances, about your periods, about your poo, about um, any maybe past traumas, adverse childhood events. It's really clear in the research. Those are linked with a whole lot of other things. I always ask my clients, how were they delivered as a baby? Was it a C-section? Was it a vaginal delivery? Were they formula fed? Were they breastfed? Was their home growing up stable? Was uh, there was it difficult? Was all of these things matter because it all impacts how your DNA expresses itself and replicates itself? And I mean, without I'll go into much detail. That's epigenetics. Your DNA is constantly replicating, and the environment in which you have, the nutrition in which you have, the sleep in which you have, the nervous system state in which you have affects how your DNA is constantly replicating and how your cells are building. So. I'm, I know I'm at risk of getting way too geeky here, but that is a difference. And again, it's not because one's better than the other. It's really about what do you need? So if you, and I find obviously, if you're listening to this, chances are you need a holistic approach to go either alongside your conventional medicine treatment approach, which I do all the time with clients, or in a, you might not have any help from your doctors. You feel a bit let down by that system then a holistic approach could be really, really powerful because it acknowledges how you feel and your symptoms and just investigates and gets curious and gathers data on the whole system and all the inputs of of your system, okay? A holistic approach doesn't, isn't like some weird woo-woo like energy medicine, although I actually love energy medicine. That's I don't practice that. It's very data-driven evidence-based looking and and again the, the if we look to conventional framework conventional medicine framework unfortunately because it's such a big ship to steer you know often say we have some a great body of evidence um like for example this is a bit gross but with fecal transplants uh, we have a great body of evidence that that can be really helpful for people with Crohn's disease where you transplant someone's healthy poo basically into someone um, with Crohn's disease um, and it can really help with that. That's had a good body of evidence for a long time now but you have that like there's really solid evidence as gross as it sounds um, with that to help people with severe gut issues but that's not necessary. I think it's slowly changing but that will take a long time and the average time is about 17 years before things leak into like say within the NHS that NHS system. So say we know right now that let's just say this is, I'm making this up, but let's just say we suddenly get loads of great data that says everyone with IBS, it's all because they have are missing this strain of bacteria. This is, I'm making this up, this is an example. Let's just say that, Say and the evidence was really good, it was well-reviewed, it had been Cochrane-reviewed, it had been in the paper, like it was really well-peer-reviewed, meta-analysis, like all the, all the golden ticket bases around. Say we had that. That isn't going to enter conventional medicine system for about 17 years, I think is the research on how long that really good piece of data is going to take to get into that massive system, aka bigger ships are harder to steer. With holistic approaches, personalized nutrition is another way of saying it, say working with me one-on-one, I can look and be like, oh my goodness, you know, in the last five years, there's been loads of really great evidence about this specific probiotic around IBS and around your specific type of IBS. Okay, we can totally give this a go now. And that's also a real benefit. So it's not 
you know, a holistic approach doesn't mean people just pulling ideas out of their ass like, oh, maybe, maybe you should just take this random supplement. No, it's based on science, data, evidence. It just means you can be more nimble because often the downside of a holistic approach is often it's private. And I know within Britain, we're not used to paying for our healthcare because of our NHS system. I know I have lots of clients from other countries, Canada, America especially. That's a way more normal thing to do and people are way happier to do it. So we tend to have this, I would argue, slightly entitled idea that, you know, we should just get everything for free. And I'm a big fan of that. You know, I'm so grateful I didn't pay for the births of any of my children or any of the procedures. That is, and I I am not an advocate um, Oh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. I'm very grateful for the NHS and that we have that system. But it's just knowing, it's really worth knowing that it is a system and that it has a lot of flaws as well as a lot of benefits. Um, But it's just worth knowing how that system works and where you fall into that system and have you fallen in between the cracks of it and feeling like there's nothing that can be done. But have kind of taken in the messaging of the media that holistic approaches are like weird and woo-woo and ungrounded in science and not very rigorous and because that's simply not true like if you find a functional medicine practitioner a naturopath work with me like I'm I'm always surprised actually when I'm talking to people about potentially working together how often people don't ask me about my qualifications I'm so happy for you to do that you can be like so you know what did you study what makes you, you know I I'm so here for that because I think you should be asking those questions you don't just want someone that's just decided they know about nutrition like, well, I googled enough things, therefore I can, I can give you my expert opinion. No, like you totally want someone qualified, date driven. But yeah, anyway, those are the difference. Holistic approach, whole person versus boxes. <laughs> it's an easy way of thinking about it. And I do find, obviously I'm totally biased in this opinion because this is my job and I, I find that's why my clients see amazing results because they are people that have have gotten as much as they can get from conventional medicine they've gotten as much as they they've either fallen through the gaps or they've gotten all that they can get they've gotten all the help that they can get and they can't conventional medicine can't help them any further that's when holistic approaches can be so powerful that's why like I have a client at the moment who's had reflux for decades and struggled with so many other things that's now not an issue for them other clients have been in pain for decades please don't wait decades by the way (laughs) you don't have to wait 10 years to come and work with me um then you know been pain and then a couple of lifestyle shifts honestly has seen their pain reduce by over 50 percent. that's what they said to me other clients have been awful periods for years and years and years pain like 10 days long awful have you know past clients are you know still feeling the benefit of having pain-free periods energy coming back not because because we looked at the whole system you know it's not like oh you're fatigued therefore take this supplement that's a pharmaceutical that's a conventional medicine approach it's worth going okay you're fatigued why is that what's going on in your system let's work with that Okay, so I hope that helps. If you have any questions or if you're thinking of working with me in any way or just want to know more or grill me on my qualifications um, and you're thinking of working with me, then do go to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call. I do have some slots as of recording this 
I probably definitely have one to get started in March, maybe more. So do book your call, chat things through. We can chat about what lab test results might be helpful, what kind of program you might need, what might be going on within your whole system. You can grill me with any questions or skepticisms that you have. I'm so here for that. Um, And I would love to chat with you. I'd love to work with you. Honestly, my goal for this year is I want to work with um, about 30 people and totally help them transform their life on a one-to-one basis because I know the ripple effect of that was so powerful. Like I get emails all the time from clients and messages all the time from them still seeing the benefit of work we've done years ago. So if you're interested, keziahall.com forward slash book, book in. Otherwise, I will see you next week. And next week, we'll be doing part two of the why series. And we will be looking at why am I so bloated, constipated, or with embarrassing bowels? So it's a, it's a juicy, slightly bloated, smelly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, please head to iTunes and leave a review as I would be so grateful to get your feedback and it really helps me to reach more people. If you are interested in working with me, you know the first thing you need to do is head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your Zoom call. This is a really informal chat. We'll just chat through what the program's like, what you might need, what lab tests are going to help you best. Like you can just get all your questions asked. It's no... Like you're not committing to anything by having one of these calls. It's a really chilled, fun chat. I would love to speak with you as much as I love running this podcast. You know, it's always nice to have someone talk back. So if you're interested in working with me, I do have spaces. Head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can chat soon. Otherwise, thank you for being here and I will see you next week.